Hello. Hi. I'm Shannon. I'm Emma. And I'm Erica. <gasps> and welcome to This Podcast Doesn't Exist. Hi. We have a friend. And a husband. One of us has a husband. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, confirming just one of us has a husband. Oh, did you forget? You're fine. You don't have to. Get out of here, Giuseppe. Bye, Giuseppe. the podcast. I was wondering how long it was going to take somebody to give in to the impulse to call him Giuseppe. 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 Well, that's his name. What else would we call him? Oh, I'm sorry. I just, you know, when you really love someone and you just like saying their name is exciting. If I say his his name, he's like, the what? I only call him Emma's husband. I don't refer Uh. to him by his name usually. Just Emma's husband. What? (laughs) That's the ketchup, please. Like Voldemort, but nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, welcome to our chaos. We're very happy you're here. We have our lovely Erica today who is going to present us with her research. But before we get there, some housekeeping. What? Oh, I was just going to do some intro music that's now really appropriate. Oh, oh proceed. Da, 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 which is not, in fact, from Wii Sports or Mario Kart, but where is it from, Erica? <gasps> oh, wait. You're the one who gave us this tidbit of information. Wait, I did? Oh, 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 I got it. it t- sorry. I- <laughs> okay. I just blew out Emma's ears with my excitement. That is the music from Phantasmic, the yes. nighttime spectacular at Disney's Hollywood Studios in Lake Buena Vista, Florida. <laughs> And also at Disneyland in Anaheim. There you go. Anyway, so Amazing. real quick, you can go to our website, this podcast com. Um, all of our episodes are there and our social media and how to write in and you can yeah, yeah. it's all there. And I wanna hear what we're talking about today. <laughs> yes. If you feel like playing the bingo card, you can find that there too. But smash all those good buttons and let's listen to what Erica's got for us. What are we what are we up to today? Hi. Hi. Um, so it realized I realized, it realized, I'm it, (laughs) on my way here, that I should probably, before I start, start, start with a disclaimer that nothing I'm about to say represents the views of my employer, and that uh, (laughs) nothing I'm about to do represents the journalistic or research standards of my employer. I'm just out here being a Muppet. All right. Fair enough. Welcome to the club. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Now, to start, to start. An aggressively truncated biography. On December 5th, 1909, Walter Elias Disney was born in Northwest Chicago. When he was four years old, he and his family moved to a farm in Marceline, Missouri, where he would spend the rest of his early childhood cultivating an interest in drawing and a fascination with trains. (laughs) That part I didn't realize. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He later built like a there was a whole railroad in his backyard. It was a thing. Anyway, at nine years old, the family moved to Kansas City, where he discovered vaudeville and motion pictures and began studying art in earnest and cartooning in particular. Those interests carried him through his teenage years, including a stint as a Red Cross ambulance driver. He arrived shortly after the armistice. Very awkward. (laughs) Before finally earning him an apprenticeship that would launch a 46-year career in animation and also capitalism. (laughs) So that's 46 years in in summation. Uh, What we're really talking about here, in early November 1966, after years of heavy smoking, mostly unfiltered cigarettes and pipe tobacco, shout out to the mid-century, Uh, Walt was diagnosed with lung cancer, and despite treatment, he succumbed to, quote, circulatory collapse only a few weeks later, December 15th, 1966, at the age of 65. I did not realize how young he was. Yeah. That's very young. 
it's it's sad, which is going to make everything that I'm about to say really inappropriate. Anyway, uh, so what happened next? Well, it depends on who you ask. Option one, his remains were cremated and interred in the family mausoleum at Forest Lawn Memorial Park in Glendale, California. Option two, he was secretly frozen in a 10-foot tube somewhere in Arizona where he is currently awaiting reanimation. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I tried to avoid it. I tried to think of something more original. I tried to think of something that wasn't like basic bitch Disney conspiracy theory, but the, the, the universe kept drawing me back to we're talking about the rumor that Walt Disney's body or maybe just his head was cryogenically preserved. <laughs> that was the point that I was like, I would like you to expound on whether or not it's just his head because <laughs> that's freaking me out. Once again, depends on who you ask. Okay. So according to PBS, the earliest origin of this rumor, oh yes, PBS, is an article in the tabloid, the National Spotlight, light spelled L-I-T-E, from early 1967, so sh- shortly after he passed. And in that, a reporter claimed that he had disguised himself as an orderly, snuck into the hospital <laughs> a few days after Walt died, and then saw his body suspended in a metal cylinder. Uh, very, very, you know, reliable reporting. Uh, Snopes places the earliest printed version of the rumor in a French magazine called Ici Paris in 1969, noting a, in that Snopes article that the theory that at least one Disney publicist put forward is that the sources for this rumor were a group of Disney studio animators who, quote, had a bizarre sense of humor. <laughs> Oh, so we're, we're going to blame the nerds? Yeah, we're going to blame the nerds. I love that so much more than like, oh, some, you know, anti-Disney faction. Like, no, it's just a, <laughs> just a bunch just of, a bunch of like, nerds. Yo, wouldn't it be so funny if we were like, our boss is frozen in the basement. <laughs> Yo, he's just he's just sitting there frozen. <laughs> Wait, that would be a good name for a movie. <laughs> oh, my God. We should write that down. Okay, I was going to save this for the end, but you brought it up naturally. There is a rumor that was either started or promoted by Screen Rant. It's a lovely Ouroboros of where this comes from, that uh, the reason that Disney Studios titled Frozen, Frozen was to push down the Google search results on Disney Frozen. How Taylor Swift of them. I know, right? SEO queen. Yeah, go to a Jets game so that when people search Taylor Swift (laughs) Jets, uh, it will not bring up your very irresponsible private jet usage miss capitalism yeah exactly she learned from the best walt disney the original little miss capitalism <laughs> put that on the merch i would love a mickey hat with like mickey ears with little miss capitalism across the back you know you can get your name on it yeah you i can. want that i wonder if that's too many characters i really hope not because that's brilliant lil mz cap <laughs> lil miss cap Okay, so Erica, what are we all going to right. Disney so, so we can make this happen? I mean, she and other previous oh, guest hosts, that's... Brittany, are going soon. Yeah, so they're maybe. going for, for <laughs> December, right? Yes, in December. Yeah, We're right. doing a, a, a preliminary Christmas Christmas trip and, and preparing them for the eventual arrival of the full, you know, wife cadre. <laughs> you, have to, you have to temper it. Yeah. Well, yeah, by the way, Erica's one of my wives. Oh, yeah. Hi. She's, oh, yeah. she's the third of my wives. We've completed the set, though. Now all of the wives have all been the on wives. the podcast. Oh, Got to catch them all. Aww. <laughs> we are not, however, mint in box. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what 
well loved. What a good joke. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. All right, you may continue. You may proceed. We oh, will yes. not interrupt again. Oh, yeah. Well, that's I really not hope, true. I really hope you will. Uh, yes. Okay. So where were we? We were with the French magazine. Shout out to the mime. <laughs> so the the two texts that like really got this rumor going were a pair of like really sketchy biographies in the 80s and 90s. One was called Disney's World by Leonard Mosley. Mm-hmm. It's 1986. The other, get ready. Walt Disney, Hollywood's Dark Prince. (laughs) (laughs) By Mark Elliott in 1993. And they pretty much like stoked the fires of this rumor until Reddit came along to pick up the torch. And and it's just a self-perpetuating machine. The internet's always existed, you guys. The internet's always been internetting. Mm -hmm. Forever. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, So basically the, the equation, the evidence whatever you want to call it, goes something like this. Walt's, quote, alleged, the the alleged is in quotes, Walt's alleged, quote, neurotic fear of death, mm. plus a documented interest in future technology, plus suspicious, question mark, circumstances around his death equals this whole theory. And basically, my role today is to be a uh, Kirkland's signature snopes on this one because their article on this is like so in-depth it's so good but the tldr here instructions for the disposal of his body were not included in his will but walt publicly and privately stated his desire for cremation and for a private funeral and in the biography the story of walt disney which his daughter essentially ghost wrote for him i almost said ghost writ um, ghost writ says Walt never goes to a funeral if he can help it if he had to go to one it plunges him into a reverie which lasts for hours after he's home at such times he says when I'm dead I don't want a funeral I want people to remember me alive mm. it's also worth shouting out at this point that his death certificate shows that he was cremated two days after the date of his death and that the na- name and signature and license number of the embalmer match like a real person who actually worked at that crematorium at the time um He did struggle with depression and contemplated mortality. Also, at one point, he met a fortune teller who told him he was going to die at 35. So that messed him up a little bit. Uh, I feel like that would mess anyone up. Yeah. But he he lived past 35. But, you know, it it messed with his head a little bit. But there's, there's no evidence that he was any more obsessed with mortality than any of the rest of us, which, you know, same, bro. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And then the secrecy around his illness can be chalked up to he was little miss capitalism, right? They they kept his illness a secret because they didn't want to screw with the business, right? And there was a delay in reporting his death because they had to tell his family first, question mark. This is also a great time to remind you that you need a will. Also, correction, <laughs> editorial correction. It's actually freewill.com, not .org. I discovered this because I was yelling at my boss and my coworker that they both needed wills. Um, <laughs> it's freewill.com. Okay, that's all. Goodbye. I, I think I've uh, added it to the sources for our episode with Holland, um, and it is listed as freewill.com. So it's the correct link, I promise. Yeah. So, you know, don't be like Walt Disney. Have a will. Well, he had a will. It just didn't well, have. Explain. Make sure that you are clear about what you want done with your body after you have passed. Or if you secretly want to be frozen in a tube but not have anybody know about it, don't be clear. <laughs>
be opaque. Be opaque, exactly. And continuing my rapid summary of the Snopes article, um, basically both of those biographers who I mentioned earlier, uh, they don't cite any sources. They didn't do any research. They just like decided that this was an obsession of his. And uh, Mosley in particular also gets like a lot of the medical science around his cancer treatment wrong. So not the most reliable sources. But here is what is verifiably true. In the decade or so leading up to his death, Walt was getting more and more interested in like cementing his personal brand as kind of a futurist. Tomorrowland at Disneyland and the 1964 World's Fair were showplaces for things like the monorail, the house of the future, ideas about space travel, and the introduction of audio animatronic figures, speaking of things that are probably cursed and haunted. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, what what is it the... What are the bears called? Oh, the country bears. Yeah. Those things. They're racist, too. They're terrifying. Yeah. They're terrifying. Yeah. Also, isn't it being removed? It's being re- revamped. Oh, okay. They're still going to be cursed. They're just going to be less racist. Huzzah! Huzzah! <laughs> Everyone's goal in life. Yeah. <laughs> be less racist, more cursed. <laughs> yeah. Maintain how cursed you are. Put but that on the Don't part. be racist. <laughs> You're... <laughs> You all are either lucky or unlucky that I'm sober. Otherwise, I'd start singing Country Bears songs. Anyway. We can talk about the movie later. Oh, I've never seen the movie. That's too cursed for me. Don't. I know. Don't. I know. Don't. (laughs) I'm yelling at Shannon now. Don't. Don't watch that movie. I didn't know it existed. Haley Joel Osment plays a bear. Yes, but he only plays the bear's voice. Oh, that's right. There's a separate person inside of every one of those bear costumes that is not the actor who's portraying their voices. So what was the point of <laughs> it's it's a curse movie. We don't need to watch it. Also, I don't think like it we, again. We can talk about this after. It is a weird movie. Mm, I'm so sorry. I'm I'm so sorry you had to go through that, Emma. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> yes, the other big outlet for Walt's futurism at the time of his demise was that he was deep into planning for his experimental prototype community of tomorrow or Epcot. Yay! As I'm contractually obligated, he pronounced it Epcot, so I always say it Epcot. I like that you say contractually obligated as if Disney came back from the dead or stepped out of his cryogenic chamber to (laughs) hand you a contract that then says you have to say it this way. Oh, I didn't tell you about the time I sold my soul to the ghost of Walt Disney? Oh, that makes much more sense (laughs) now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought it sort of went without saying. I, I'm so sorry. I should why, why else would one single person of sane mind and body decide to run three races <laughs> in one weekend around a theme park if they had not sold their soul? Yeah, that does sound that does sound about right. I'm so sorry to have doubted. That's okay. But to to channel Holland for a second, the the answer is there's cool merch. Yes. They only run for cool medals. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting four medals and four shirts. Come on, guys. (laughs) And all I have to do is run? So Almost die? Yeah. It's fine. It's going to be great. Dying in the arms of Mickey Mouse. Plus free bananas, which I don't like. (laughs) Question. Is is Mickey short for something? Like Scoobius do? No. <laughs> Scoobert, but yeah. Oh. It is Scoobert. Uh, my bad. <laughs> Mickey is not short for anything. However, one of my favorite jokes I've stolen from TikTok is that someone says, you know, Mickey Mouse. I don't call him Mickey Mouse because Mickey is a nickname. You call your friends nicknames and Mickey Mouse is no friend. Michael Mouse is no friend of mine. <laughs> so in my head, I do refer <laughs> to him as Michael Mouse, Mouse sometimes, <laughs> even though he is clearly a friend of... Anyway, not important. 
Uh, yeah, but it's not short for anything. I don't think. If anyone would know, it would be you. Yeah. Eh. Yeah, that's true. Erica's a Disney adult, but not in like a, a cringy way. I like in a that. in a charming way. It is very charming. Like Aww. she has Disney stuff on her walls, but it's tasteful. Yeah. It's not like you walk into her bathroom and there's there's like Sebastian the crab just looking at you. <laughs> takes notes i was gonna say i think she might want that now <laughs> no see that would backfire immediately i'd be like oh this would be so funny and then the first night that i have to like get up to pee in the middle of the night i walk in and like hit the floor <laughs> eyes flashing <laughs> from behind the toilet <laughs> you have to turn it around every time you pee <laughs> percussion <laughs> oh, okay you were saying you uh, was i though um <laughs> Yes, Epcot, right. And so when Walt was originally planning it, he intended Epcot to be a real city and not like a kind of a World's Fair kind of vibe that it ended up being after it was built after his death. Um, and so he was like heavily into the futurism. He was also a longtime sci-fi fan. And I have written here, note to self, do not get distracted talking about Ray Bradbury. You will be here all day. Oh, we can do that later too. <laughs> they, their like frenemies vibe was <gasps> fascinating. Okay, well maybe we do a pod after the pod. I where mean, yeah. You, you let us know because, yeah, it's, let's yeah, do that. Yeah, I, I, I feel like, oh, this is true. I've never thought this before, but now that I've thought it, I can't not say it. I'm almost certain that someone has written fanfic about Walt and Ray. I can't imagine there isn't fanfic about Disney in any capacity. Yeah. And if someone knows about the frenemy relationship, talk about enemies to lovers. See, there you go. I mean, I must admit that the first thought to enter my head when you said that was, I ship it. (laughs) I mean, but yes, please continue. (laughs) <laughs> we can we can circle back okay we will um yes so it is also possible that walt was aware of the subject of cryonics thanks to robert cw ettinger's 1969 book the prospect of immortality which gained some popularity i gather in kind of a like uh like a malcolm gladwelly kind of kind of way anyway so this ettinger guy in the book he admitted that science as yet had not figured out how to do the reviving part on frozen human beings. Uh, But he was unflaggingly optimistic that reanimation was on the way and laid it out as such. The fact, at very low temperatures, it is possible right now to preserve dead bodies with essentially no deterioration indefinitely. The assumption, if civilization endures... Medical science should eventually be able to repair almost any damage to the human body, including freezing damage and senile debility or other cause of death. Hence, we need only arrange to have bodies after we die stored in suitable freezers against the time when science may be able to help us. No matter what kills us, whether old age or disease, and even if freezing technologies are still crude when we die, sooner or later, our friends of the future should be equal to the task of reviving and curing us. I feel like this is a good time for Emma's impression of what nonfiction sounds like. Something so popular. I love the extreme unflappability of like, they've got it. I believe in them wholeheartedly, those future people. Our friends in the future. But also, yeah, the assumption that they're friends. Like, I'm like, (laughs) no, no, but like. We have a, we have enough problems without bringing back more people. We can we can't even feed the ones we have. That's a fair point. Also, obviously, this is possible. We've all seen Captain America: The Winter Soldier. 
had to. I had to. It had to be done. <sighs> I love that. I love that your belief in this is just so rooted in, in James Buchanan Barnes. Yeah, it had to be done. Yeah, I had to make reference. Had to? Yes, he, he, he had to. That. That. Yeah. So you know that was out there. Walt could have read it, and furthermore, furthermore, the first successful chronic suspension that's recorded did take place about a month after Walt died. <gasps> name was Dr. James Bedford. He was 73. He was a psychologist from Glendale and he was suspended in January of 1967. So I don't know. I don't know. You tell me. There is, however, no documentary evidence that Walt actually had any interest in the subject among the many futurist things that he did care about, uh, let alone that he actually read the book. That hasn't stopped the rumor from ingraining itself in Disney legend, as anyone who has ever visited a Disney park with someone who thinks they're funny will tell you. (laughs) I I, I don't include myself in that. Uh, I was going to say, when we finally go to Disney with Erica, she'll be like, do you remember that time that I was on your podcast and I talked about Disney being cryogenically frozen? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He was frozen. Yeah. Okay, but if I were an Imagineer, I would just put a little something. Something in Epcot. Like a little... Winky wink, like, uh-huh. there you go. Yeah. So, my personal favorite theory, other than the theory about gaming SEO through the titling of a 2013 mega hit, is the theory that this freezer, I think, like, among serious theorists, Arizona is the place to be for mm. this theory. Among sort of casual theorists, underneath Pirates of the Caribbean at <laughs> Disneyland. <laughs> Amazing. Which I love, A, because it's hilarious, B, because no one can explain why. <laughs> yeah, why? Just vibes. So t- vibes. Exactly. Vibes. And three, note to self, do not get distracted talking about why the haunted mansion would make more sense. You will be here all day. I feel like that's self-explanatory. Though. Well, yeah. Like, what, what a good bit that would be. Follow up on my last statement. I thought of where I would put the thing... <laughs> Which would be inside the freezer in Walt's apartment (laughs) that you can tour. (laughs) Just a head in the freezer. I love it. What a good bit. Like, they just need to follow up with the bit. I don't know why they're ignoring it. Why? I mean, I understand why. The legacy. I have a story about Pirates of the Caribbean. It's very short. I'm ready. Okay. I do too. It was amazing. So, not the... Walt Disney Land one, but the Walt Disney World in Orlando. Yes. Me and my family went in like January. And my dad and I are the only people who really like rides. My mom and my brother, not about it. My brother will maybe go on like one, but then he he can't. He's like, it's too much. I don't want to. They'll go and see shows and eat food. And my dad and I will be like, let's ride every ride we can possibly get on. So we get on Pirates of the Caribbean and it's a cold rainy January day so there's not a lot of people so this is the third time we've been on this ride by now mm-hmm. because we really like it <laughs> and so we're sitting in the little like boat cart and there are these two boys about my age I was like 16 sitting behind me and my dad and my dad and I know as we're going through that there's like a tiny drop like you you hit like what is essentially a little waterfall there's mm-hmm. a tiny splash and it surprises everybody but it's like you know it's fine yeah. and these kids behind us were like obviously whispering to each other like a big game like oh, this is scary like this is so funny like this is <laughs> and my dad and i because my dad clocked it real quick and he was like this is gonna be fun 
because we get to the point where we're going to drop and my dad and I both scream. Yes. <laughs> and the boys behind us scream. <laughs> and of course there's like nothing. <laughs> it like drops and they're like, oh. And my dad and I turn around and we're like, you good? <laughs> well done. And me and my father are like laughing about it the whole way out. We're like, that was so funny. We made them scream. It was so good. <laughs> we're so funny. I love it. My story is less interesting, but I've committed to it now. That's fine. Great. Uh, I rode Pirates of the Caribbean with my mother. It took some convincing because she's also generally not a rides person. Shout, Shout out, out to, to Holly. She says hi, by the way. Yay. Hi, mom. Hi. And she was like, kind of like, I don't know. Okay. I guess. Okay. Is it scary? No, it's fine. You're really fine, mom. We go down the drop. I warned her about the drop. I did the opposite of what you did to these yeah. poor, poor children. Eh. They deserved it. And so we go, and as happens, depending on the balance of that car, or the boat, it's not a car, we got splashed. And it was a pretty full boat, and my mom was towards the ads, and so her butt got wet. Oh. And she's sitting there being like, my butt's wet, my butt's wet, my butt's wet. And then <laughs> we got stuck. No, no. No. Right towards the end, no. where the pirates are singing yo-ho, yo-ho, <laughs> a pirate's life for me. How long were you stuck there? 10 minutes oh that's enough to make someone go a little insane so my mother will not go on that ride again i feel like that's fair <laughs> she has damp ass memories yeah and she can't listen to yo-ho yo-ho a pirate's life for me for the life of her she was so mad at me i was like mom i didn't break the ride down she's like i did, I did nothing i just I, we were just here i experienced it as well i am also not happy yeah no i don't love this no and it was near the part where there's like a there's a pirate that's like sneezing dramatically or something. <laughs> the animatronics. He's going, woo, 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 woo. And it, it, it's burned into my brain. Anyway. I do love that they're like, yeah, it's broken down, but we can't turn anything off. No. Why not turn it all off? Because it would ruin the illusion. Except, oh God, this is turned <laughs> from a show it, about conspiracy it, theories into Erica goes to the parks too much. I did get stuck on Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind with the mime. And... The mime is her boyfriend, yes. by the way. I, that That's a good explanation. It's, yeah. You make it sound like he's like a supervillain when you just <laughs> refer to him as the mime. I mean, is he not a supervillain? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He's the I sweetest ha- person I on the planet. Not. He is. And yet he's not. He is. Imagining him as a little villain. He's probably going to listen to this. I love a, if you. He's a, if he's a secret, secret supervillain. He is very committed to his cover story of very, affable nice man. Yeah, very <laughs> convincing. He does. He's determined. He really wants to play. He's an actor. And he really wants to play like a bad guy. Like a really bad guy. I think guy. he'd do well. He would. The nicest people usually make it's the best true. like on screen or on stage villains. Yes, you too, Shannon. <laughs> I just want to fight people. <laughs> Let's 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 get back. We're gonna to we're research. gonna bring we'll this in for a, oh, research. That's yeah, very generous we'll land, of you. Well, we, if we call ours research, then we can we can call yours research. So we're gonna bring this in for landing. I've got one more paragraph, uh, except for I I did at one point want to use the phrase waltzical because I think it's funny. <laughs> uh, so this brings us to like why why does this urban legend have staying power oh i wait no two things one it is worth noting that all of the evidence debunking this theory can be dismissed by true believers with uh you know that's what they want you to think and like i i got nothing for that like mystery would have you believe yes (laughs) and personally like i i think this 
clearly I think this is funny, but it doesn't like really grab my attention because, and this is heresy among certain of my people. Oh, I don't actually think Walt as a human is that interesting. Oh yeah, yeah. That uh, what? <laughs> like, how is that heresy? He was, so there's he had, a, he had a big imagination, yeah. and now he's a dead white guy. Yeah. He <laughs> Thank ha- you. He so there's this great like, idea, and it and it it's been iterations and iterations and iterations of other people building it into what it is today. Exactly. Imagineering it. If, Imagineering. If Imagineering it. What a nifty word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, no, there's like among a lot of Disney fans, there's this like walt worship that makes me tired frankly i think that's why you are not an uncomfortable disney adult that part thank you guys he's one not here and that's okay you can you can love him still and enjoy the things that are part of his legacy but that doesn't mean that he was the like genesis of every single thing that's ever come out of disney and also his legacy is not just the things he created. It was also, you know, the maybe not so good things that he believed in. Yeah. And what's interesting, like I, I part of the reason, honestly, that I was, aside from it being a basic bitch answer, I was a little hesitant to talk about Walt at all, just because like it's hard to talk about Walt without the concerns about the various isms. And like in some of the credible reading that I was doing, It seems like, yeah, he was definitely racist and sexist and anti-Semitic, but like not in a special way, just in a like he was. He was a general white man. He was a general white man in the mid-century who like drifted right as he got older. So like even that he's not like. That it doesn't make him any special. Exactly. He's he's neither especially cool or especially terrible as like a historical figure. He's just like done this really cool thing and like employed a lot of really smart and creative people whom I, by the way he screwed over pretty regularly because the one thing he was notably bad as was uh, anti-labor yeah oh and if you guys want to watch a drunk history on the general like the beginning of the walt disney company you should it is very good um and i'm trying to remember if it's the kid from Lizzie McGuire, like her little brother who plays Walt Disney. I don't remember who it is. But anyway, there's a drunk history episode. I'll see if I can put it in the source uh, notes. But um, it's hilarious. I mean, purely because it's drunk history. But it's also like he and his co-animator who created. Is this about Ub Iwerks? Yes. Best name ever. Yeah. It's, It's really funny and a very interesting story just in general. Yeah. So I'll put it in the show notes. It'll be great. But anyway, I think I think among folks who are inclined, obviously not towards folks who are inclined to think that he was, you know, the worst of the worst, but among the the sort of like Walt worshiper people, I think this like this story has a lot of interest because it hooks into this like idea that he was more than just a guy, right? Like it's this like magical myth and he's this like magical myth in American culture and he <laughs> Sorry, I just I just came to the conclusion that I one I want this to be true and I want us to have the technology so we can bring him back and then he will just die again when he learns that we have a black princess. He'll just- yep. <laughs> yep. Just, That's what'll give him a heart attack. Yep. And I then want. he dies from. Yep. All right. I support that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I like, agree. You did what? Just Splash Mountain. <laughs> and, then, and then just. <laughs> well, first, you'd have to catch up on Splash Mountain, oh, too. But anyway. Awesome. 
And then we have to explain. Anyway, we'd have to explain Michael Eisner to him, and that might just kill him outright. Wow. Anyway. Yeah. Sorry. Sometimes I just start talking Disney nerd, and it's fine. Feel free. The space is open for that. I appreciate that. Anyway, yeah. In conclusion, I find this all fairly hilarious, but ultimately, I just can't get that excited about myth making around just some guy. Fair enough. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. I have a question. Yes. Did you see the TikTok about the weird, like, late night commercial that was, like, AI generated most certainly about the regeneration of Walt Disney? Yes. What are your feelings? I will also try and find this and put it in the show notes. If I can't find it, then, I mean, sorry. But in general, for anyone who hasn't seen it, there was this woman who was watching TV late at night. and It was YouTube ad yeah that that came on while she was watching something very late in the evening and it was a what looked like stock video of kids being happy people recovering in hospitals and all of this and then it just goes to a image of a man that looks like walt disney in like a tray like cryogenically frozen and being reanimated and his eyes open and it says it's like he says something like dream or something like that and then there is text across the ed- like at the end of it a text block that is incomprehensible mm-hmm. in terms like in english incomprehensible and she had to wait like a week before she could see it again because she was like i have to take a video of this yeah this is insane i've never seen this before and there's no there's no logo she doesn't know who who is making this and distributing it as an ad so someone's paying for this to be distributed what is the message it's very weird so what are your thoughts erica it's so creepy like that's (laughs) what are my thoughts whoever made it scares me i think Honestly, my first impulse with anything like that is like, what are they promoting? Is this like viral marketing yeah. for something? Like when they had the guys smiling in the baseball game. Did we all see that? What? Oh, it was terrifying. So there was that horror movie, Smile. Oh, ew, 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 ew. Yeah, ew, you're ew, welcome. Ew. But I'm finishing this thought now. <laughs> That's okay. And as like a viral marketing campaign, they had actors like in the shot uh, of like the home plate shot of baseball games like doing the creepy smile it's like how the murderous clowns thing i think just started as like guerrilla marketing for the movie and then some people like took it a little far yeah yeah so a i wonder like in a couple months are we gonna get like a yeah or maybe i feel like one could make the argument of like using that scenario as a warning against like fake news and ai yeah as someone who has used ai for (laughs) for my own purposes Um, perhaps in this very pod nook perhaps i don't know what you're talking about (laughs) (laughs) i said look over there it's the swatch watch killer (laughs) well friends Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Erica, for joining us. Thank you for bringing us the... I just... I want to know if it's just his head. I want to know if it's just his... Can you imagine? You reanimate just his head. What is that going to do? 
I don't know. Do you put his brain in another person's body? Like, what is... Have we done that? I think you just put it on top of the... Who's the... the, the From the Avatar ride? The... Oh, yeah. The shaman from the Avatar <laughs> ride. Come on there. Wow. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> or just put him on the Avengers campus. <laughs> there you go. Oh, that would fit really there well. There you go. He, he is the Tesseract. <laughs> He's like... <laughs> I'm sure he'd want his head put on the body of Mr. Lincoln. Oh, is the president. Okay, wait, before we close, is there any other Disney thing that you're like, I hate that this is happening, like, especially with like rides and stuff? Because I know you have thoughts. Oh, I have so many thoughts. And the Hall of Presidents, I know, is getting removed. Yeah. I want to know your thoughts on it. Sorry, friends, we're sticking around for a little bit of Dis- Disney juicy goss. Uh, yeah, well, we'll we'll confine it to my thoughts about Hall of Presidents because I have all sorts of thoughts about great what they're doing with the parks. But, um, yeah, it's I'm of two brains on this. On the one hand, it is weird that the Hall of Presidents exists. Correct. Everything about and this is you know speaking of specifically Walt the Human's legacy is the like the aggressive patriotism of Walt Disney World is sometimes like whoa. So, like, Hall of Presidents in itself, pretty weird. I also used to love that attraction because it was cool. Yeah, it is. It's interesting. It is. And, like, noted favorite of novelist and YouTuber John Green because he would just sit in there and sleep as a teenager. Yeah. Yeah. I thought of him because by the by the time the era that I was going, there was like a very aggressive, I think, as a specific uh, guard against the John Greens of the world in the like video in the middle of it. There was a very loud explosion. You cannot sleep here. We will wake you up. But like, was it cool to see animatronic Barack Obama stand up and give a speech? Yes. Uh, did I stop going as soon as they added animatronic Donald Trump? Also, yes. Can't do it, even though he apparently looks like Carol Channing. <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh, look it up. Donald Trump is not a small man. No. Does his face look like Carol his Channing? His face looks like Carol Channing. Okay, because in my mind, what you were saying was the body of Carol Channing <laughs> with Donald Trump's face. No, like... I don't know who designed Donald that. Trump, notoriously flapper-looking, uh, <laughs> lithe gentleman. No, it's it's whoever did that face mold either had never seen Donald Trump or had a sick lucky sense them. of humor. But um, again, lucky them. It's just yeah, look it up, Shannon. It's amazing. It's astonishing. Um, still haven't seen it in action because I That's refused. Fine. That's totally but fine. But also because like small soapbox about the polarization of American politics, but like. It just I that's not an that's not a comfortable space for me anymore. It 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 is never it was probably never good for that to feel neutral. Maybe it was. I don't know. But the house the hall of House of Presidents. The House of Presidents. <laughs> house of Presidents. <laughs> no, we did that episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh has become like it's time. <laughs> it's time yeah. has passed. Do you know what's going to be put in there? I do not. My personal hope is that it's Muppet based. <gasps> I would love that. They need to do more with the Muppets. They had right before COVID. This is going to be the longest episode you've ever done. Dude, it's nowhere close. Fantastic. Uh, right before COVID, they had in Liberty Square a live show with the Muppets and a little redheaded revolutionary guy named JJ that was 
it was like great moments in american history i forget what it was called done by the muppets done by the muppets is sam like the star of the show pretty much that makes me so happy it was so good and they had like Sam, live Sam performers Eagle. they had okay. live performers doing the muppets obviously to like pre-recorded yeah, yeah, yeah it was so good and then they you know slashed the entertainment cast that they brought back after the pandemic and they haven't brought it back but like the muppets are taking up more and more space in the parks and i would love i would them love to just, like, that fully, that would be so good fully lean in i really i hope that because that would be really fun yeah. i really i love the muppets show um, in Disney, it's very fun and silly and stupid, which is why I love it. And Sam the Eagle is one of my favorite yeah. Muppets ever. Purely, yeah. I think, because it is a full person inside of a Muppet suit. <laughs> and that's just how I feel in my daily life. So, yes. that, yeah. Have you found the picture of, can we see it? Oh. <laughs> he looks like someone melded his face with Melania's. Yeah. It's the nose and the sad, sad eyes. Yeah. Anyway. It's upsetting. Anyway. I just have a question. Do you think they're going to put the animatronic presidents in storage? Probably. Or are they going to like auction them off? Oof. Like the um, Chuck E. Cheese re- band that oh, people can geez. buy and like reprogram to play different music in their house. I think they'll put them in storage. Talk about a red flag in someone's house. Cheese. Yeah. I know Did there's... Did you say cheese? <laughs> cheese. Not on purpose, but yes. Uh, yeah, I know they have a habit of, he- of, of keeping. Stuff. You just turn the you turn the corner in someone's house to go to the bathroom, and animatronic Andrew Jackson's just like. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that's a that's a even worse. Yeah, red truly. Flag to have Andrew Jackson. I would love I was that. Trying to think of a president's name yeah, that good, wasn't one of a you Obama. Know, yeah. Obama. That that's a green know. flag. Yeah, that, that I was trying I, to think of like a a random one that like like Abe Lincoln. That'd be that'd be cool. That'd be pretty dope. Yeah. To, uh, Thomas Jefferson. Okay, people have heard of him. Yeah. Obama. That'd be dope. But like a weird one. Andrew Grover Johnson. Grover <laughs> Cleveland. Yeah. Like, well. I would love that. Yeah. Uh, no. Th- totally. Yeah. There's like I, I would want them to recite like dumb stuff like the lyrics to WAP or something. <laughs> <laughs> Can you? <laughs> well, funnily enough, they do, they, it won't be reciting lyrics to WAP, but they do tend to, when they like decommission animatronics, if they know they're not going to need them again, they will like reuse the armature mm-hmm. in other rides though. Oh, so Obama's animatronic body could be used in Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> Correct. Terrifying. Yes. Hilarious. Indeed. I want that done (laughs) thank you so much (laughs) on that note thank you so much for joining us we will see you next week and please remember this podcast doesn't exist well done thank you also it's definitely just his head (laughs) goodbye (laughs) 